somebody's going to make it happen. <laughs> Welcome, and thank you for dropping by. If this is your first time joining us, on Weird Awakenings, we discuss anomalous phenomena. The strange, the curious, the extraordinary, the bizarre. Throw in the occasional conspiracy theory, and you get us. Cecil, Hadley, Stephen, Tully, and myself, Morgana. Just a few of the weird kids. Weird Awakenings is a part of the Weird Realities Network. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to our channels. We can be found at linktree slash weirdrealities. That's weird with a Y. Okay, gang, grab those tinfoil hats and let's get weird. Well, hey, everybody. It's Hadley and Morgana is not on tonight. So, hey, guys. Hello there. We get, the, we get yeah. the queen bee instead. Yeah. <laughs> <Biatch>. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing? Oh, I'm doing swimmingly, sir. It rained the other night, and life has been better since. It has been. And we are in the middle of a extreme drought, is how the weatherman put it. So I've got yeah. a serious beef with the rain right now. I thought I was done mowing for the year. <laughs> no, dude. No. no, it's too early for that. I put it on zero and scout the earth. <laughs> so I don't know oh, what. There, there's our there's our friend Joe. Hey Joe. There. Hey Joe. Joe. Hey Joe. Hello, hello. How are you, gentlemen and lady? Good, I'm so good, glad Joe. that you're you with doing? us. Ladies, sir. Yeah, totally it sounded here. like fun. So what the hell? <laughs> well, Morgana's not here, so we're probably gonna be off the rails. Uh, Hadley All said right. that you were smart and funny, and I told Cecil that he's 50% of that. Yeah. Which fifty percent you think it is? Smart. Well, I'm old and I and I just got off the boat, so if I fall asleep, just cut me out. No, we don't do stuff like that. We'll just no, we'll be. <laughs> we'll, be able, we'll be able to draw on my face because you guys are like a thousand miles away. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm pretty good at technology. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Pack into my 3D printer and put me in a cage. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. So we're live. We're going right now. So I shouldn't swear or prove that I'm wearing pants or anything like that. There's like no, those little squiggly marks next to that statement. Like, <laughs> I don't think any of us wear pants, though. You ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, pants, pants are, are not. Oh, what's that? What's that? They're optional. What's yeah. that? Oh, no. <laughs> so, tonight we're going to talk about the tribes. What is that? We're, we're talking about uncontacted. People and tribes. Yeah. I thought this was interesting because I recently saw a YouTube video about one of the, was it the Rockefellers who went and visited a tribe in New Guinea and went missing? I think Mm -hmm. that it's uh, went to invade is a better. (laughs) (laughs) They probably had some kind of medicine that they wanted to get rid of. Well, no, this was the son and he um, liked art and he, you know, he, he was traveling with friends and apparently like years later, the tribal elders admitted that they might've eaten him. 
Yeah, uh-huh. that, yeah, that because cannibalism uh, was rampant over there. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't Wait. wasn't there a tribe just recently that a, a documentary f- filmmaker insisted to go do a documentary of him, even though he was warned, and he that went there was, and he was killed. That was yeah. the Sinhalese, uh, right? That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, and that was just that was a year ago, maybe. Not too long ago. No. And I say, I say, you know, good riddance. You know, you're warned. <laughs> you're told to stay away. Um, you know, they they want to be left alone. And mm-hmm. I say, if it's you kinda, can't heed the warnings, it's kind of similar. You get, you get like what you pay for in life. Yeah. You know, if, oh, you, if you have hey, an, animals that are raised outside, like you know, I don't want to say stray animals, but just wild animals not comparing people to animals, but just some behaviors. So there was a, a priest that went to this island, the same island where they killed that guy. Mm-hmm. And and the priest would take gifts. And for the first few couple times, they would just literally throw the gifts and start trying to shoot him with bows. But then the more he did that, I guess the more they warmed up to him. And that's how they got the first um, even footage. Yeah. Right. Um, is they they accepted this priest? There he is. Hey, hey, Rich. It's a full house tonight. Morgana's gonna be jealous. Yeah. It was Michael Rockefeller, and he uh, it happened in the Guinea. Hey, Carrie. Tells a cannibal colonialism and Michael Rockefeller's project quest for prime prime primitive. Primitive. <laughs> I can't fucking read. All that coffee you drink. That's that's the fifty percent smarts. <laughs> I'm gonna just post this in the chat when you guys can read the title of the book if anybody wants to look at it. Oh man. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. There've been a lot, been several tribes in the Amazon that have. Uh, been found as well, you know. Savage Harvest, a tale of cannibals, colonialism, and Michael Rockefeller's tragic quest for primitive art. Colonialism, that's like manifest destiny, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I guess I just came here to laugh because I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So we're talking about I guess I guess in reality you could pin any guy to the wall and call him art. We're talking about lost tribes or those the uncontacted tribes. And I mentioned that Michael Rockefeller had gone on like an art trip around the world or whatever with his friends. And they went to New Guinea and they went and visited this tribe. And apparently years he went he disappeared. There was it was something to do with like a boat that um, sank and he swam to shore to get help but he was you know never found again and that the tribal elders lay, later um, admitted like 50 years later that they had eaten him what was that movie the green, the green something or... oh yeah green inferno yeah that's that was a freaking, uh, you know, very, very uncomfortable movie if you live if you live on an island and all you eat is fish and 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 whatever you forage i could see where a little long pork would look good to you yeah <laughs> for sure well, well they, they I, probably I had have something. never go ahead Sorry. 
I was just going to make a comment that they probably had never seen a white person. Like that would probably be odd. Like if you, you know what I mean? Like if, if they'd never been contacted at all, only are you contacted for the first time, but it's us, like this person who's a completely, that you didn't even know existed, the skin color existed. So, so the race is, is, I got to eat that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, in 2011, um, there was a documentary called The Search for Michael Rockefeller that came out, and it is currently on Tubi if anybody wants to watch it, but it, it dis um, discusses the 1961 disappearance. But I had read a account about, and this was talking about cannibalism in New Guinea, because the, the New Guinea people and the Aborigines, you know, their DNA is different than ours. Which I've heard that. I've heard that. It was in um, National Geographic. There's a study that their so, DNA sequence is different than ours. That plays so, into so, our too, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, are, they a, are they like a pygmy? No. Is that is that racist now? Can you say pygmy now? No, it's a tribe. You can yeah. say it. I don't know. I'm old. I can get away with this shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I wonder what I wonder where the like practice of cannibalism actually formed from. Like it, I wouldn't it well wasn't like a thing where people thought that if they consumed their enemies that they would gain their power or something. Yeah, yeah. that was that was part of the lore there in Papua New Guinea. But that probably came out of desperation. Right. Like, I mean, truth be told, there's probably a scenario of desperation, and then yeah. the legend Don grew out of that. Yeah. Well, Don Donner's past comes Don to mind in America. Well, one of the things that I read about the cannibal people was that they would only eat certain folks. Like, you had to die a certain way, because if you were ill, they didn't want to take that illness into their body. So... It would it would have to be the person who they ate had to die a certain way, not like ritual sacrifice, but more like a natural like a natural death. Like it couldn't be like a prolonged illness or anything. Isn't there something about human meat that um, makes our brains like demented if we were to eat? Right. I just uh, heard it's, too, it's, too, it's too, too much. I heard it was too much protein. Um. Your body overdoses on protein and gives you the shakes and um, yeah. can't you dilute it with like I mean, that's been my experience with like, it. Like, do you remember like the book of Eli? Whenever like that's how, that was the tell for the yeah. cannibals is the shakes. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I yeah, the uh, what was it called? Kuru or <laughs> yeah? Is that what that is? That sounds yeah. right to me. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you just, know that? After after the uh, I think it was a tsunami in Japan, um, they wouldn't eat fish locally caught for over a year because they figured those fish had eaten so many human bodies. I didn't that, know that. So they imported everything for over a year after that. That I, I thought that was tsunami. I thought that was. I thought that was because of Fukushima. Um, was it Fukushima? It was something like that. Well, if that's the case, they shouldn't be eating them now either. Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat them now. They just well, there was a tsunami that did Fukushima. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, but the radioactive water went into the. Went yeah, into that would be a part of it. Listen, they just started dumping that water too back into the ocean, and they're like, "It's not a big deal." Yeah, I've got a question about that. It's not a big deal. I got a question about that for a local scientist. What do you think about that, Rich? <laughs> dumping radioactive water into the ocean. Yeah, do you think um, if I swim around in it, I'll grow like an extra head? No, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> and, it was. It, that's how Godzilla got started, isn't it? <laughs> no, I agree. you're talking about you know uranium rod waste versus you know uh, atomic energy. There's, there's a big difference there. The waste this, is radioactive. The atomic energy is a completely different thing. This is a hypothetical question for you, Rich. But if there ever was a crawfish, could you tell the story? If so, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not that cool. Uh, we I do a lot of sampling um, from places from around the world, and we got we got a sample that had it had been frozen for three months like in a freezer at minus 40 and the the sample was in a jar about this big <coughs> sample out they centrifuged it at about 4000 rpm uh, and when they were done they had a very dizzy crayfish swimming around in it mm. so it was really weird that the thing stayed alive you know after being frozen like that and then i mean the, that centrifuge basically it at five thousand rp, at five thousand rpm, it's <laughs> no way it should have been alive. And it well, was I think the, alive, but it didn't live overnight. It passed away. That's overnight. really cool. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I've seen some. Was it was stuff. it alive, like actual mind it, activity, or it just was kicking around, or... moving? It, it looked like it was trying to eat whatever was in the sediment, but the sediment was now hard packed because it had been centrifuged sure. ten minutes at five thousand rpm. Well, yeah, was, uh, I think the centrifuge is more. Maybe you should have fed it, you asshole. <laughs> the uh, I'm kidding, Rich. You know I love you. I love you, baby. I mean, it's probably normal for uh, crawdads to be frozen like during the winter and stuff. So that doesn't surprise me. But the centrifuge, because yeah. you know, you see those videos no, uh, like. Crawdads and snapping turtles frozen solid in ice. Right. Yeah, frogs do the same yeah. thing. Frogs, they, yeah, they have antifreeze for blood, basically. But yeah. uh, to survive yeah. that centrifuge for that long <laughs> at that speed, that is, uh, a, they should have put an S on him. He was a super crawfish, though. So right. Insane. Yeah. I think he deserves a comic strip. <laughs> 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 What doesn't though? <laughs> so, um, back to the Kuru. Um, you only will get the shakes if, if, let's say, a cannibal eats someone with Kuru, and that's what it is. Is um, it's sort of a mis, it's a misfolded protein called a prion, and hmm. you're only gonna, you, you will only get the shakes if you eat somebody that is already infected with it, and that's unfortunately how that works so you're not going to get the shakes if you eat one of you guys if i were to eat one of you guys and you're not infected with it i will not get the shakes I'm right so it, it's a so with so with that it would be I, I don't know if cannibals cook cook other humans before they eat them or whatever but i know with a chronic wasting disease that you'll have a deer and elk populations you cannot cook that out of the meat yeah well, I've been told. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, Matt, look at Matt Kyle. It's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you can right. ask questions either, so. Huh. Well, I'd, da- I'd make damn sure if you guys ate me, I'd make damn sure you got some bad heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed. <laughs> so when it comes to, like, uncontacted people, do you, what do you think would make them aggressive toward people they've never seen? Because wouldn't, we, wouldn't they recognize them as other people? Yeah, I mean, but you have to think about where they are. If, if right. the small group of people who comes across another small group of people, or worse, that group of people comes into their group, um, you're either going to have you know violence or no violence. Mm-hmm. So if they're trying to protect their families and they think that the new group is a threat, that's it. Well, I'm sure if if you know they're seeing white people for the first time ever, and we have technology that would make us look like gods to them. You know, it'd be like if if the characters from Prometheus just showed up one day, and it's like Uncanny Valley almost. Yeah. You know, you said something there that is something I've I've thought about in the past, and that is, um, you said that you would run into these these uh, prehistoric people, which basically they are, you know, for lack of a better term, um, and they would see your technology. And they would think of you as gods. Well, or they wouldn't know what your technology is. They would think it's a square rock. Mm. So they yeah. wouldn't think of you as, as Unless gods. you start trying to show them stuff. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which oh, I'm look, sure these, these, I have these little people trapped in this, this thing, this, <laughs> this little flat thing that I call people on that can talk. And if yeah. you mess around, that could be you. <laughs> well, I mean, and also, you know, it's like that Rick and Morty episode. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if you're showing someone something like that, they're going to think that's witchcraft. Oh, yeah. I'll like the boomstick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Quetzal Colado, you know, he was, wasn't he considered to be a god? You know? Yeah. 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 Hmm. I guess it just depends on the people themselves. I mean, they might think it's witchcraft or they might think it's, you know, benevolently godly either way, mm-hmm. or they could just say, what's that? I want one. I mean, there's, there's yeah. too. it just depends on another depends on their level. of violence. Did you guys, did you guys ever see the gods must be crazy? Yeah, mm-hmm. we did actually the, about the bottle. That's a perfect example of it. Mm-hmm. You know, where the Coke bottle falls out into this, tribe, pygmy tribe way back, or no, they were aborigines, I think, mm-hmm. way back in uh, in in the bush, and this Coke bottle is so useful, everybody wants to use it, and pretty soon they're hitting each other over the head with it, and yeah. so has a... to take it to civilization to return it, because their tribe is just not ready for something. Right. Well, everybody's focused on the but what about the tribes in Brazil? That's where I would like to go because I would like to pose a question on this. As far as those tribes existing there, we know from modern technology such as LIDAR that there are a lot of temples and things like that have been covered up by the vegetation down there. And are those the remnants of a once thriving civilization? Yeah. 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 I mean, they, you're not going to have that kind of that level of architecture and construction with a tribe of 20 people. I mean, that's right. thousands of people many years to do. 
and yeah, whether right. they're you know volunteers or slaves, it doesn't matter. It's a lot, you know. Doesn't that go back to the small and they're intricate and they have you know tunnels and caves and there's one on top of another on top of another. It's insane. Doesn't and, that go into the Cortez mystery too? Like when he came back, like he, he was talking about all these like streets of gold and you know, millions of people and all this beautiful architecture, and then he comes back and it's just all gone. And they said that they died of the flu. Well, that, that Cortez brought them. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing too about the Amazon, which is weird, the soul composition seems like it was created. Like there's a layer yes. that seems as though they had some kind of advanced composting and they've just spread it across everywhere because it's there. I read a theory that before they did that, Think like certain like crops wouldn't grow there, and they had that events, <laughs> events, whatever, to where they could create that soul and pack it around the whole Amazon, and that's why it overgrew in a hundred years. Because from the first time somebody went there, they said there was a continent full of millions of people, and then when it came when they came back and it, and all these beautiful structures, and when they came back, it was just trees in like a hundred years. So they thought everybody's lying. But very recently, like what Stephen was saying, they've discovered they wasn't lying. There's massive architecture everywhere in the Amazon. Well, well, you know, there was similar to what, or in the tune of what Joe was saying a minute ago, there was also a tribe in South America that they had gotten a hold of, I think it was a T-shirt or a flag with some sort of pop culture symbol. I can't remember whether it was like a movie. Stone Cold Steve Austin. But whatever, whatever <laughs> it was, they had attributed this figure to be like a, um, not, a, not a god, but like a symbol of luck or something. And they had like made this a part of their tribal sort of schema. And then whenever they got made contact with, they, you know, told them what it actually was and now this tribe, because of that, is completely like uh, like us. Like they have technology now. Like they use computers. They have all of the stuff. And they went from completely un untouched to civilized and, well, civilized, like, you know, jacked into the matrix in like 20 years. Like the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back to the back to the Brazil thing. Um, if they're in Brazil, they've been exposed to modern society. My cousin was down there for three different times, teaching farmers about modern agriculture and GMO products, which they do use. I know you're told that they don't, but they do. Um, and uh, they cleared so much rainforest. <clears throat> down there it can actually it can actually outproduce the United States in soybean wheat and corn in any given year I mean that's how much land they've cleared and if they're clearing that much jungle these indigenous tribes they they've been in contact and you know? well well there's a there's a race of something down there uh, we covered it not too long ago that's attacking Peru like people in Peru too. Yeah, um, they call it aliens, but I think it's just an ancient race of people that's been I, in the jungle this whole time. I don't think it's aliens one bit. Wrong either. Maybe. Right. What, what would make people think they're aliens? Oh, because well, they, they were hovering, hovering over water. Nobody's like, seen them. 
Yeah, they're they, hovering over water with glowing eyes. <laughs> and and they're attacking people's throats, I think, specifically. And you, and you can only get there by a five hour boat ride. That sounds like a that sounds like a early description from like the nineteen seventies of the Chupacabra in Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah. To, to me I threw it out there. Doesn't it sound like um what they were experiencing in Vietnam during the war too? Like those mm -hmm. those spirits the, that people the rock apes. Rock apes were part of it in Vietnam. Or what they but called it, spirits, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, there, there have been some strange stories come out of Afghanistan, you know, about uh, some of the military people seeing ghost, uh, like ghostly figures, you know, through night vision. Yeah. However, that works. Well, they had to get rid of the. Um, it, it was Vietnam where they had the red night vision, and so many of their helicopter pilots started opening fire on nothing, <laughs> and they were claiming to see like spectral demons. And they, they got rid of the, the red night vision after that. Yeah, you can still buy glasses coated in the stuff. I forget what it's called, but uh, now it's used as a paranormal tool. Yeah, Starlight. I think the Starlight scopes were what they used in Vietnam for some of the snipers anyway. I think it's what they were. The starlight's green. It amplifies the ambient light yeah. that's there and everything. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that so much of what we talk about um, goes to Africa and Europe. We talk about paranormal stuff, but there's so much more down in South Africa. I mean, excuse me, South America. Um, you've got the crystal skulls. That's where they originated from. You've got a lot of um, just a lot of mystery down there that we don't really know about. I mean, that's kind of a south of the equator thing as a whole. I mean, even New Zealand and Australia, which have a lot of white people, uh, you know, they get, they have their spiritual things a lot stronger than we do up here in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, but the Koreans and the, and the Asians, they have their own special thing too. So, um, it seems to me that uh, there's a there's a stronger um, spiritual force in the warmer climates, which makes sense. I mean, obviously they've transcended to a higher level, so they're smart enough to get out of the snow and ice. Well, my opinion, Machu Picchu is one of the places that totally fascinates me, and I think that Rich has actually been there. Yes, I have. So yeah, tell us. Not much to tell. Uh, I went with a group of two friends, and we climbed up there, and we played around for a day and a half. Maybe we went up there for a day and then came back and then went up there for another half a day. Explored, looked around. There was nothing off limits at the time. I don't know if there is now. But, I mean, I saw some, you know, some cool drawings. Uh, I saw great architecture. But, I mean, you're really you're walking through ruins that, you know, tens of thousands of people have walked through. So... Uh, you can actually, you can see there's litter there. There's like litter from current, you know, times. Uh, they pick it up. They're pretty good about it. But I saw cigarettes, that type of thing, cigarette butts. It's really disgusting that, that what people would do there. But, that um, that well, explains what I've seen on the documentary, but I've seen something that said Rich was here. Yeah, well, I, I, that wasn't <laughs> the, That was the thing. Right next to the phallic symbol, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> 
tattoo. So that was uh, that was cool. Uh, uh, Pripyat was better, much better. Um, you'd, you'd much. I mean, that that's not what you would call you know a tribal thing, but um, Machu Picchu was great. It was one. It's really beautiful, and you're up super Wait, high. You can see are you saying high. you've been to Chernobyl? No, I've been to Pripyat. Nobody okay. Chernobyl. <laughs> dude, if you're, yeah, I, that would be awesome. Yeah, there yeah. was. That was different because that was a uh, that was a tour guide driven thing, uh, and they shut at they shut that down a few years after I went. Or oh, they shut that particular tour down. Um, there was a lot of places we could not go when we went there, but I did get to go to the milk factory, and I did get to go to the. Uh, there was a school and there was a hospital that we did. We got to go through the whole thing. The buildings were safe, so I don't know how how safe they are now. But back then, it was it was great. Uh, I have a million pictures someplace, but this was <laughs> this was back before we had digital cameras and phones. So my it's all in a it's in a an album someplace that I would have to find. It's probably really? in the attic of my parents' house, actually. Did you have one of those cameras where you had to replace the bulb every time you took a picture? No, but they did have people that were there at that time with those cameras. The I have I had a little <laughs> Pentax camera. It's actually hanging up on the back of my door, my bedroom door. Okay. Well, Rich, while, while you were over there in that part of the world, did you try the fermented horse milk? No, I didn't. No, and, no. and it wasn't because I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to try it or anything. I didn't know about it. Ah, okay. But I don't I, know about fermented horse milk. What's, what's that? I don't know. It, it, it's just, so it's a delicacy in that part of the world. No, I, I didn't even hear about it while I was there. I have heard pizza. I'm a strong believer in doing as the natives do when you go somewhere. Yeah, I would so definitely try. Yeah. Not me. I'm a chicky nuggies and french fries type of person. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, speaking of which, that we had I uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw the person under the bus, but we had a guest. I was making you know what chicken lollipops are? Like yeah. where you cut the legs and you smoke them. Yeah. They're a pain in the ass to make. I'll never do it again. <laughs> but I was doing it, and one of the people was like, "Oh my God, what is that?" Like they just kept being like, "Oh my God, like what are you doing?" And I was like, "Hey, this is how this is what chicken nuggets come from." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> they said you didn't have a live rooster and tell them that's where they came from. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I was bleeding out chickens to make them. I was just, have you actually seen how they process chicken nuggets? Yeah, it's awesome. Don't watch My favorite is um, uh, deli meat. Like mm -hmm. how they, it's literally like this big vat full of. Come on, we're talking about tribal people. I've got some turkey meat in there. I don't want to hear this. Tell me, tell me, is going to give us the history. If they're living secluded on an island and everybody leaves them alone, they would have to manage the game on that island pretty closely in order, you know, unless they had actual farming and animal raising techniques but uh if they were just living off game they would they would have to do their animal husbandry pretty tightly on an island in order to you know sustain for years on end yeah, really I, mean, I think island life would mostly they would get their uh their meat from the sea 
Yeah, most of it. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Like the Mediterranean. Yeah. I don't know. It seems every island you go to, there's pigs. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. all yeah. over the place. Chingali and uh, Sardinia, they yeah. hunt them all the time. I guess now it's against the law. They used to hunt them all the time. They're new yeah. animals. I, I, in my mind, whenever we, I knew that like we would kind of hit uh, a wall where we talked about a lot of the normal stuff. And I'm going to this into the ditch for a minute. Um, so a lot of it, like ancient depictions, they have like, we'll call it alternate human categories or like subhuman categories or <laughs> okay. human hybrid categories. What One of which, um, there was a, a group of people at one point throughout history called the Cenocephaly. Yeah. Um, the dog-headed humans, which allegedly existed, the most famous of which is a Catholic saint uh, named St. Christopher. Mm-hmm. And if you pull up depictions of St. Christopher, you will find a dog, a bit, well, I say dog, like a wolf-human hybrid, almost like a werewolf. Um, right. Or like, like a dog a man. Yeah, yeah, sort of Anubis like Anubis. It would be similar. It's, uh, you know, um, the, the, the tales of lycanthropy have been around for thousands of years. But that wasn't the only thing at the time that was like a subhuman category. There, There's a ton of these different subhumans or like human hybrids throughout history. Um, there were a group of, I have to keep reference, I have to keep like popping over to, to remember this name. There were a group of headless men that allegedly existed at one point called the blimmies and their face was actually on their torso what yeah very strange looking i um, need to see a picture you have one yeah i need another edible (laughs) this is how this picture of saint christopher is actually country i don't know how he's gone off to oh my goodness that's not so and then person you've got Looks legit. Saint Christopher. Well, he just looks unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of that, you know, it's like, well, yeah, like a I'm German like Shepherd, dog. like my little puppy. But the, it's not just <laughs> dogs. Like there were cats. There, uh, cat human hybrids. I mean, it like when you start digging into the stuff, it sounds like Middle Earth almost. Yeah. Um, well, well, the dog hybrids is like in tune with like Egyptian lore, like dogs and cats and stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't know what this has to do with undocumented tribes. Because they're beyond the yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's, what, that's actually what I was but, getting at. Like when you think about the lands beyond, there are supposed to be these tribes of these subcategories of like, you know, just Teddy was taking us into the gutter for a bit, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was thinking like fishnet stockings. Okay. So he he, he has swerved far enough into my lane. Uh, to to a lot of a lot of the people who pursue have the same hobby that I have, you know, with the uh, cryptids and things like that. Well, as far as everybody knows, you know, uh, a clan of Bigfoot, they're an undocumented tribe. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what well, I'm getting at. And to we me, are, that that goes back to the whole. Um, Aboriginal and Papua New Guinea DNA question. Yeah, the ghost DNA that's yeah. there. And it's also it's also in the Aborigines in Australia. 
we were we were all secluded tribes at one time or other, and we all crossbred. You know, I mean, white people have a lot of have a lot of uh, 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 Neanderthal DNA. A lot of white Neanderthal, people. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Asians yeah. have a lot of Denisovian, you know. Yeah, Denisovian and, as well. Yes. So, I'm I mean, curious, how many of you? What know your blood type, and what are you? I'm a positive. I found out not long ago. I got so, so that means you're a universal donor, correct? I don't know what it means. Um, I, I got a free Walmart gift card when I gave blood. And <laughs> yeah. Joe, what, what's your blood type? I'm either O positive or O negative. I don't know which. My sister is one, the opposite of me, and she's a universal donor. She's so, so you're O negative. So I'm a negative and a positive is a universal donor, or either that or I'm a positive I, or a negative. I think the O negative is actually the universal. Yeah, I think so too. Because so the negative. Yeah. They, they, didn't, they didn't mention it to Cecil that he was a universal donor. Then when he tested as O positive, then it's O negative. Because they, they tell you right away, they find out where you are and. I think O positive is just like the most popular blood type. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Rich? AB negative. That's rarest, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's I rare. I, I know it's not cut yourself. That's rarest. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, what did you say yours was? I don't know. I no still know. Mine, mine is A negative. And you can get a test toll. You can get it from Walmart. It's like 10 bucks. Don't I think Tully's that. is... Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I've just never even thought about it, really. Like, I mean, you've never, like, you've never given blood before? No, I definitely would not. But... What? I mean, give blood. Yeah. yeah, come to find out, they keep that <laughs> on record for fucking everything. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't gave blood since I was 18. And they's like, are you in our system? I was like, I don't think so. But like if I was like, in the hospital, are. I was like, if oh, I was man. in the hospital with a family member, and they're like, we need blood for what X Y Z. I'd be like, okay. But you All don't want to know your blood type. Oh, I don't care to. Like, it doesn't matter. I just. Um, what well, matters to me? You need to find out. I'm not going to the blood bus. Is what I'm getting at. What's your blood, Adley? I am AB positive. I'm AB positive. AB positive. You are a universal recipient then. Yep. You can get it from anything. You can get any. Oh, type is that of, okay? Yeah. See, I can only get my. I can only get AB. My dad, I think, was. Um, yeah, you can't even use negative, negative or B negative. What was that, Abby? I think my dad was AB negative. Yeah. Now you can't even use a universal O negative, can you, Rich? No, nope, I can only get AB negative yeah. blood. My mother was a was a nurse at a blood bank, drew blood all. All the time, so I picked up some stuff through osmosis. So if you see me in some needles, you know, take a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Hold still. Try not to clench up. That's funny. Well, the thing about yeah. the negative, I mean, we've talked about this before, is you can't be cloned if you're a negative. Really, though? Really. I feel like anybody can be cloned. I do too. I, I, if I'm telling you, I don't know. The science says. 
Okay. Who believes science anymore? Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I did want to say while we were in the gutter, um, have you guys ever seen proper flat earth maps before? Sully, there's no such thing as a proper flat earth map. You, you know what else? You know what else there's no such thing as is somebody who flips the flat earth and flips back to a globe once they get into flat earth. <laughs> Like nobody ever comes back from that, Rich. Um, once they go to the dark side, that's it, huh? Yeah, because like once you get into like flat Earth and the premise, it just keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, now we're finding out. Now we're finding out that they didn't even believe in a flat Earth back in Egyptian times. So well, that's what the news is saying. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> If you it listen to all these, if you listen to all these pilots talking now about if they believe it's a globe or flat, most of them are saying flat. So yeah. I'll show you two. I'll show you two maps. One is zoomed in to where we allegedly are, and the other one is zoomed out to the known world. That's um, where outer space comes from, man. Extraterrestrial from extra terrain, extraterrestrial areas. Okay. <laughs> this is so like I went to dinner with Sherry and she was showing me these maps, totally the same maps. So yeah. this is where we are, and this is the the ice wall. If we we're, zoom back are out, are you saying are we in Game of Thrones? So yeah, so this is quote unquote Antarctica, this circle. And then there's lands beyond that where these other tribes are supposed to be of like human hybrids. And but such. is okay. So are we talking? Are these dimensions? You could call it either. Like I think these are interchangeable because this is literally called uh, Odin over here. Well, so you know, I was you know. I was trying to 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 explain this to the Senegalese one time, and and he told me you know that we had spaceships that have actually gone around the globe. So that's what they say. They're so, all <laughs> so if you look at flight patterns, like they don't. Well, I don't know. It, I'm going to let you go down your own rabbit hole if you want to do flat Earth. But so this is very zoomed in, and then this area here is part of this, which are different. You know, like Hadley said, it, you, it would be more of like realms, and we are just <laughs> one circle. In this whole schema of realms, in you know, we've gone by many planets that actually were round and spherical. It's it only well, it's only fitting or it's only like I said, you won't find it. that we are round and. Spherical. I don't think you'll find anybody who starts down this rabbit hole who ever comes back out of it. Truly. <laughs> well, I'm just fascinated <laughs> how gravity would work, magnetism. It just keeps getting deeper. It makes more sense. Tides. It's like, uh, okay, so one of the main arguments that you'll hear from flat earth people are if there's the, that the curvature ratios doesn't make any sense because there's a standard on when the earth should, should start curving and they're using a ship out on the open ocean as an example and the ship gets out of eyesight well, originally, you know, cameras would only be able to see that ship for so long. 
And, you know, the theory was that, okay, it's because the earth, like they've went far enough to have started curving because of the globe. Well, when we got more powerful cameras, you could just start keep zooming in and keep zooming in and keep zooming in. And there's, there was never really any uh, curvature there. And that's, that's just the tip. I'm not going any further into it. If you want to look into flat earth, look into <laughs> flat earth, but beware, you will never recover. <laughs> I will recover. I will recover. Well, it's either flat or the earth is a lot bigger than what they say it is. I at least I at least believe the latter. Well, I've told y'all countless times that I the more I've discovered when I've learned about the Norse myth that that's really what I really tie stuff into. I think the Vikings were onto something, but I'm not going to say that the Earth is flat because I don't believe that. But I do believe that there's a lot of dimensions that we don't understand how it all fits together because we just that's just we've been blinded well, to that part of reality on the show the inside job i'm uh, not a flat earther though I'm he says everything is fake he says that the cia <laughs> came up with a flat flat earth as a, a psyop and that it's actually hollow i don't yeah. know y'all because if scott Dude. baker is a cia agent i don't i don't know that they would remember that they did yeah but he he says himself <laughs> He says himself that he wasn't that kind of CIA agent. You know I mean? Yeah, now see with the flat earth, I always thought that the Carthaginians used it as propaganda to keep the Greeks and Romans from venturing too far out of the Mediterranean. So. How do you there's, put the Coriolis effect? How there's do you, plenty, plenty of evidence for hollow earth there. Look like, you yeah, know, sometimes, sometimes we just want to accept the data that's been collected and and move on to bigger and better things. You well, know? Wait a people you have to trust the science. Oh my <laughs> god! But I will say that there there are um, multi-millionaires who have who are out there on the internet right now, being like, "Just fly me up and let me see it, and I'll tell the whole world." Like people who believe in flat Earth, they're like, "I'll pay the money. You fly me up there, let me see it, and I'll tell the whole world that I'm wrong." And I'm talking about exuberant amounts of money they're offering to be able to do this, and it ain't happening. And they're not letting them, but they're letting Tom Cruise film a movie in space. It'd be very easy to paid by a private company. What about Tom Cruise? You come up with every week, y'all say something just that totally <laughs> floors me about a Hollywood actor. Yeah, Tom Cruise is going to film a movie in what we what they call space. You know, I, I don't, you know, no offense if any of you are flat earthers, but <laughs> I, I, I feel about flat earthers like I do with the people who deny the the Holocaust happening, you know, yeah. like that. and denying that we, <laughs> denying that we landed on the moon. And, and it's just like, I just don't, uh, come do on, you believe man. in the India? Yeah. I believe in India. I believe in um, India. And then, and then landing on the moon a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Joe, Joe, if you <laughs> believe that they landed on the moon, 
then you believe in Santa Claus, I heard about that briefly. Are you saying they didn't land on the moon? They got actual, I tried to prove that they did. I tried every way in the world to prove that the footage they released was just a joke and they had other footage. Watch the footage of that. No, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, just Google. Google yeah, that's in- my weakness. I don't watch TV, so I don't know. If you Google mm-hmm. India moon landing, you'll see like uh, a video that was rendered in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> yeah, one, one week, y'all have to promise me that y'all will make ten full hats and wear them. Wow. Okay. Oh, I will wear one again. Maybe that could be maybe that could be our Halloween costume. Do you yeah, know that could work. When they uh when they launched the first rocket that went up, the Apollo 7 that went up there, that it hit a certain point in the atmosphere where we didn't have any cameras, and they had animated footage already prepared showing the rocket going up and dis- and you know, and that's what we watched back in the 60s. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and they filmed the rest on a set somewhere. <laughs> more likely, <laughs> that footage looked a lot more real in the set in the '69 than India landing on the moon. You don't believe that? The Earth is flat, and people there's no there's no outer space. Where did Elon Musk come from? The, well, there's an explanation for that, but I said I'm not talking anymore about flat Earth. <laughs> I don't know if we should discuss that openly. It is a family show, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Elon Elon was adopted. Cecil doesn't even believe that Elon exists. Elon is alive. Isn't that right, Cecil? (laughs) I could take you to a to the the CIA's gov site and take you to white papers. That says that Nikola Tesla was Venusian. Yeah, from Venus. And people say that Elon is the same. Yeah. He should have it, it, he should have, you know, known more about patenting if he was really like an alien species, higher species. I mean, he he did kind of if you smoked him on that end of the deal. Like circa 2013, nobody knew who he was, and then he just explodes. He's from South America or South Africa, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like he's from here. No, he's from Venusia, Hadley. Well, oh, yeah, I guess. Well, he's from, well, Venusian would be from I thought Venus. men were from Mars and women were from Venus. I'm sorry. But, but, <laughs> I it, read it, that book. Whatever it's talking about, that it's not saying like the planet Venus, it's like a different place. I just love how you guys are in the same boat where Tully was about 10 years ago when I was talking about this stuff. Don't put the glasses on because once you do, you can't take them off. Just like Roddy said. Yeah. See, see what I find funny is that Rich is really understanding now that we're like an unscripted version of the Guardians of the well, Galaxy. Here. <laughs> is that like Lost Tribes? Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about that. It's, yeah. it's very, yeah, it's very similar. It, they call it the lands of Venus, not like the planet, but I'm assuming like the god. Yeah. Okay. It, it is It is funny that ancient people were deathly, they were terrified of the planet Mars for some reason. Red. 
I've yeah. seen I've seen Marvin the Martian. Yeah. I like Marvin. Have you ever seen Mars Attacks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah. I saw John Carter of Mars. It's stuff. What was it? The Ghost to Mars. That was the one that was really freaky. John Carpenter. When it comes to under like when it comes to these un, undiscovered tribes or uncontacted tribes and things of that nature, even if even if you know there are other planets and stuff, because originally when I was a kid, I thought that Venus used to be just like Earth, and then something happened there to make the atmosphere to where they couldn't live and all this good stuff. I totally remember me talking about Valent Thor a decade ago. From Venus or whatever, but it's possible yeah. that they're these aliens or what, whatever you would call them. I fully believe that they could come from within the solar system. There's possible life everywhere. Um, um, I think it's more likely that aliens are um, are have already always been here. Yeah, just like yeah. with the Admiral Bird stuff, uh, we probably rob or like. It sounded uh, like reverse engineering technology. It sounded like I was going back to the topic about trailed off. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think, think the undocumented tribes are um, very interesting. One of the things that I did read at one point in time was that they brought a um, South American shaman to America and took him to a mental health um, facility. <laughs> and no, well, no, like they took him on a tour. Oh, I mean, oh. not like took him there, but, it, but it, that he was seeing people who, you know, with with his sight, that they had entities attached to them, not necessarily that they had illness. That there were right. people who were ill, but there were people who had entities attached to them, and they were associating mm -hmm. that as mental illness. So it's very interesting right. to me that. They're a lot more connected than we think. I mean, we, we like to think that we're so superior. And that's the thing. I mean, I have to say, you know, if you if you see Americans or if you see the white man putting down because we're going to take your culture and throw it away and try and make you like us. A lot of people yeah. are like, if it doesn't happen in America, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's human arrogance. And we we spread that everywhere. Especially on animals. That's my book, mm -hmm. Sunny, is is a lot about human arrogance and how we don't give credit to the animals that that are in our world. You know, I mean, dolphins don't have five fingers or ten toes or anything like that. But can you honestly say that we're smarter than they are? I no. mean, I think they're much better adapted to their environment than we are to ours. You know, and they... So, you know, I mean, it's just, but human arrogance won't let us see that. Same with, same, and that's what's the cause of all racism, too, is the fact that we are so naturally arrogant about our own self and our own species that we automatically uh, deem that others are less than we are. Well, for me, know? Joe, it's labels. We like to put labels on people, but the labels are the very thing that make us feel superior. Yeah. And and some people need to feel that superiority. Mm -hmm. I in my old age, I've reached a point where I really don't give a. I don't really care enough to. Uh, 
That's not what you were going to say. <laughs> I don't really care enough to, to, to spread that arrogance anymore. I'll I know say I it. My, I know I did to. in my youth. I did Joe in my youth. <laughs> you know, not anymore. I mean, it's, speaking it's of dolphins, you want. I do think like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like dolphins are the smartest thing. Yeah. They, they're like weirdly, I mean, there's so much weird stuff about dolphins. We should do an episode on. We uh, should. Dolphins and was chimpanzees. It, was it 47 or 40? Was it 47 or 42? I can't remember. 42. It was 42. Okay. All right. I don't know. The answer to life, the universe. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they, they, I think the reason why they outlawed, there used to be a lot of live births with dolphins, like in tanks, like yeah. women, women would like intentionally do live births. And as they were in labor and about to have birth, the dolphins would start swimming in like this uh, synchronistic pattern. And the the kids that were born in this way allegedly had a lot more spiritual kind of uh, weird abilities, you know, like ESP, like uh, and gills. They had gills, <laughs> not not gills, but but were just more more mentally acute. Like <laughs> that was kind of the draw. I'm sorry, I, I I've actually heard that too, and it, it is it is a cool story. But I don't take anything that seriously. Be. <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> I want to know somebody who was born with the dolphins. We need to meet. That's what we need to do is yeah. do a show on them. Imagine the tattoo. I was born in Monk's Bush Lot. <laughs> oh, you were born with crocodiles or, or alligators? Yeah. You were? What? <laughs> Yeah. Cecil was born next to Alligator World or whatever it's called. In Gatorland. Yeah. Gatorland. <laughs> they got 200 gators down there, don't they? I got a lot of Gatorland. Cecil yeah. almost got eight when he was a kid by one. Well, I, I remember almost he almost got eight by one, but I didn't know he was birthed by one. I mean, what the heck happened there? <laughs> what, what, I mean, what was the purpose? Did your parents want the option of pitching you over the fence? Or what? No, it, was a, it was an accident, much like my conception. Yeah. It's like it's like early, like early Ermy and Full Metal Jacket. Did you did your mom have any children that lived? I have a I have a sister that was a condom statistic. <laughs> yeah, see, 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 nine months before Cecil was born, he went to a party with his dad, and he left with his mom. <laughs> Y'all are so wrong. I'm, <laughs> open, I'm gonna wrap this up. So, <laughs> thank you, Lee, Landa, Mike, Alan. And um, Carrie, for showing up tonight. We always appreciate y'all spending your time with us. Um, Rich and Joe, thank you for popping on. You know, it is it always a pleasure. Great. I had a good here. time. You're always welcome. We are here every Friday night. Um, just let us know. And Tully and Cecil and Stephen, y'all make my Fridays better. <laughs> Until next time, y'all stay weird, and we will stay weird with you. These pasties are chapping my nips. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>